0: What's good folks? This is your host, Mayo Caballero, aka the Asmaticastic zapata. Yep. Doing it doing the most it is. What is today? June sixth. And yeah, episode twenty-seven of The Puro Caballero Show. Point to you live from greater Los Angeles area. Just watching some NBA Finals. Haven't checked in with y'all since game one started last weekend. And yeah, it might be a wrap. Pretty much a wrap. It's Dunsky. Because the Warriors are up three to nothing. And nobody really comes back from that shit. Ever. NBA Ever It's never happened I think MLB NHL the only ones that have done it So The only ones that play 7 game series also But yeah It's uh It's looking all but over Now for Laurent Jean So he's gonna probably Drop to 1-3 Against the Warriors in the finals What a shame, what a shame, what a shame What a shame Well well, On to the next one See what happens Um, The next one might be The next team Very intriguing offseason Everyone's got speculations, they got rumors People uh, saw something That he was saying that uh, he might He's gonna listen to The Celtics offer, I don't know what's good with that We shall see. Man. I guess we'll give a recap. Kind of what's going on. Game 1 was crazy. I think the series probably lost Game 1. I think some people kind of felt the same way. that They had the potential. Phew. Freaking J.R. Smith, man. After LeBron puts up 51 points, he just was dominating. They couldn't stop him. He was doing everything. And... Dra- dro- uh, dragged the drugged dragged no not drugged Drogue. <laughs> drooged dragged his whole team to the finish line and then just needed a little bit of help to get over the over there right across it right there at the goal line that's probably a better analogy Whew, man he just needed George Hill to hit a free throw or J R Smith to Hit a little putback or something, something man. This fool was on some some cookie mix or something up there out in SF. He was hitting that dispensaries. That boy Burner probably hooked that fool up. Someone out there plugged him up because everyone's talking about how oh, man this fool was probably lit out there on the court. Didn't know what the hell was going on. So for anybody who didn't know, J.R. Smith took the basketball off a mist. Shot, dribbled the ball out towards the three-point line because he thought the time was running out. The score was tied. Damn, craziness! LeBron was just, yeah, I don't know, probably the one of the most upset <laughs> moments I've ever seen LeBron. And they had a timeout to boot too, so they had time to call one, set up another play. Mm-mm. Didn't happen On to game 2 it Ended up being a blowout About third quarter or so Fourth quarter It's like Curry just went berserkers He had like 9 three pointers Set an NBA record for the finals Crazy <laughs> Finally uh, looked alive But then game 3 tonight Things changed a bit Curry was off He was like 0 for 8 to start he hit one big one down the stretch, but KD had 43 points tonight, 13 boards, seven assists, and pulled up and clinched it when they're up three. Nailed one to go up six, a three pointer. To the top of the key, man. He was hitting some shots of ridiculous. He had this one and one fading away. Ended up out of bounds, like when he landed, like it was crazy, just drifting to his left. Defender all on him, takes the bump. Most ridiculous angle. Like it's crazy. He's this dude's insane. Seven footers got every shot in the book. How you can stop it? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. Crazy, man. Freaking game this series is gonna be decided by that game one. It's gonna be like the um What was it? Orlando Magic. Houston Rockets Where they had a chance And they just blew that one And I think they got swept So It might be like that It might be Down 3-0 This game is Friday Now it's less interesting But I guess it frees up my Friday evening So eh, it might be positive We'll see Might enjoy myself Gonna go get a new phone this weekend. That's gonna be legit. Come get this upgrade. Stay on that Team Android. That S9. Just checking that shit out. Got like a pretty good price on it. I'm gonna pull the trigger. Um, When that check hits the account. Yep. So, that'll be dope. Give you a little S9 review because... Been holding on to this, this seven for a little bit. I had a five earlier, and oh man, that one lasted me like three years. And this is a hand-me-down seven that I got from the homie. So yeah, that'll be cool. That'll be real cool. Uh, anyway, what else is new? What else has been going on? Or what else have I been thinking of? Um, yeah, man, game one, game one. Can't believe, can't believe game one. That just the craziest. LeBron went like full Thanos mode. He went like, he had a triple-double, 51 points. He had everything. All the powers working combined. Everything. He was controlling time. Just pounding the ball and then getting, getting shots. Like, it was insane. Insane. Like, a, a player couldn't control that many aspects of the game as much as he does. Like, as many different ones. Like, he controlled every freaking aspect. It was crazy. He's in the passing lanes, like he was. He was doing everything, but that version of LeBron is—it's all predicated on how much of a gas tank he's got. And I mean, even the biggest super superstar superheroes—they can't do it on the all the time basis. They're gonna have off games, off nights. But this dude is insane. He went insane and they freaking dropped the ball. And then game two is berserk Curry. Game three, now we get KD going crazy. And that's all she wrote. That's what it is. But really though, this game I was kind of thinking. I've heard this before, but LeBron needs to work like strictly out of the elbow. For like a good chunk of the Cavs offense, I feel, to work. As best as possible because when you're at a team that's like not as um deep in terms of playmakers and creators out on the on the perimeter you need to have a focal point that's a little bit more leaning towards um somewhere closer to the rim. it doesn't necessarily need to be the low post you can put them in the high post because in that instance i feel it cuts the angles down and it creates better cutting opportunities for your role players on the outside and it allows them to get opportunities to spot up. And LeBron reads defenses better than almost anyone out there. And he had a lot of good moments of operating kind of in that mid mid post, the high post area. And just swinging the ball around when guys be like uh, double teaming, recovering and all that. So he got a good amount of assists out of action kind of like that but he kind of kind of needs needs to do his best kind of Dirk Nowitzki impersonation and just like work from there because he really played that kind of role probably the best as as we've seen because the dude had a crazy jumper as well LeBron's jumper wasn't going tonight that was another thing but but what you could see though as you could see him he played a little Carl Malone or just bully balling back and dudes in like Carl Malone uh, Charles Barkley style You know He did that on some switches Where you got some dudes And he just punished them So I think Yeah especially on nights When his jumper isn't going You can Try to make him work A little bit more like that Kind of like a point forward style But I don't know You can run Dribble handoff action You can run a Bunch of stuff Backdoor cuts from the corner You can go flare screen for a shooter You can double screen for a guy in the corner it's Flash out to the opposite end And then another screen for the screener I don't know, you could think, think of drop a bunch of different plays I'm sure Brad Stevens has got like a full binder's worth of shit Plays centered kind of like that Oddly enough, they didn't run that stuff. But mm, anyway, yeah, that's uh, yeah. With you, you, don't have too many guys that can create for themselves. You need to create via pass and via cuts. And when you're operating strictly at the top of the key all the time, sometimes the passes and the cutting are predictable, and you know you see it coming. As the Cavs, it seems they're kind of uh, limited in terms of the amount of different sets that they have and that they run. Whereas the Warriors are actually out there running it, like kind of innovative stuff. Like, I, I know one of the plays that the Cavs actually did a much better job of defending was the one where Curry gets the ball, drives all the way baseline, swings it out into the corner for like uh, one of his big men who are probably open because the defenders are sagging off of him. So they get the ball and then they just flip it back into the corner. Curry sprints over there, runs into the corner, sets his feet, fires a three. And he's been getting some good looks in the first two games. And today it was like kind of shut down. But like plays like that are like pretty damn crazy. And I don't necessarily see the Cavaliers sitting down and running sets like that. Because they don't necessarily have, I guess, a ridiculous amount of talent besides LeBron. In, the, in those kind of regards. So they kind of do stuff like that. But, you know, there's other ways you can do it. And, uh, man, disappointment, disappointment the Freaking Draymond Green, though, what the, what the hell, man He was freaking going crazy off in the first, uh, first quarter He was yelling, talking a bunch of shit, like, yelling at the refs Got a tech John at Tristan, like, dude, like, what the hell I need, just need to fucking chill I was, like, tweeting out earlier, so I'm like, man, somebody really needs to slap this fool If they're not gonna throw him out of the game Bruh. we doing the most. Like, you know, they be letting him slide a little bit because they want, they're afraid to toss him. And he knows it. So he pushes the boundaries. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So, yeah. Warriors. Another another uh, victory. Probably another banner. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. We'll see what happens in the future, but fuck. This team's crazy. It's like not even cool. So deep. So damn deep, man. Out there playing Javel McGee. He's getting like double digit points and stuff. Like, pff, so deep. <clears throat> what else happened? We'll, uh,. I guess rewind a little bit, go back to some things that kind of happened in the last few days. Let's go with, uh, um, in my world, saw that movie Coco for the first time. Yeah, I know. I know. There's my Coco review like freaking a year and a half after it came out and shit. But that shit hit Netflix, and so I was like, man, fuck it, I'm going to watch that shit. And Yeah, I know. I know what you're thinking. Yeah, it's full fool the bad Mexican. He didn't have seen Coco. It's like, what the fuck? I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But saw it now. It's off the list. Man, I knew it was coming. I knew. I knew it'd get me because everyone said it would. But damn, like the last minute of the freaking movie, I freaking burst it out into the tears like that. <laughs> that was crazy. It was. It was laughing when it happened because I knew it was gonna happen. And I was like, damn. Is literally happening right now like <laughs> and it was literally spoiler alert i mean you should have seen it if you haven't seen it then you know screw off whatever They freaking put the picture of the grandma they put the picture of coco up on the friend and like at the end and as soon as that happens i like immediately it just hit me like all of it the freaking it's like the damn just like broke <laughs> and everything, yeah. It came flooding down. But that was an amazing movie. They did a great job with that one. That was really cool. Yeah, it was uh very introspective. For me it was it was it was touching because I had lost some grandparents and like I've uh, just got two grandmas right now, so I'm just thinking about them and people they know like if that scenario was really real like who would who would we lose but if i lose my people i know it's funny it's funny to think about a bunch of what ifs so that all kind of like hit me like right at the end i was like kind of mentally trying to blockade it and put it off and just like stay in the moment stay in the the and the storyline of the plot line because it was a very very touching, touching story, very interesting story. And I think they did a hell of a job with the animation on it. It was really convincing as heck. Like the dog being the spirit animal. Hello <laughs> Oh, was it Michelle McCoy That's who you sitting in courtside. That's who that was? was, in the Givenchy sweatsuit. So yeah. Anyway, Coco was dope, but staying in the world of Latin America, I gotta say, bendiciones para mi gente ahí en Nicaragua. So if people don't know, Nicaragua is on fire or was on fire they had an active volcano that uh, erupted a few days ago and there's some people who passed away as a result of it so thoughts and prayers out for everybody out there that's a very sad situation to hear and it's you know something that might be more difficult for a country like Nicaragua to deal with because they're a very small small nation and they you know, it's going to take a while for them to recover. Maybe longer than if uh, another nation that's larger or more well-off, I would say. So, yeah, rough conditions. And I hope and I pray for them to, to give uh, them all the best. If anyone's out there, I'd donate to the causes. I would do my research. I'm not educated on that, so I'm not going to speak on one way or the other. So... Yeah, the, we're. Just, our, I was just thinking that you got the volcano erupting in Hawaii, and then you got this one over here. Just hoping no other country there on, like, the Ring of Fire out there in the Pacific Ocean is uh, going to get affected next. Like, Ring of Fire is a big, uh, like, tectonic plate that's out there, or that's, like, on the bottom of the ocean pretty much, and it's, like, constantly moving or... It's constantly pushing up against another tectonic plate, and where it meets, it creates like a ring, a big ring. Then it goes like pretty much from, touches the like Central America, South America, goes down south like New Zealand, those islands out there, all the way up north to like Japan. It's kind of like a ring, it's a shape of a ring. So... Google it, Google that shit, folks But, yeah The world's been, like, crazy this year LA's been hella cold Other places have been hella hot It's been weird, there's a lot of A lot of, uh Crazy weather patterns and shit, so we sell she. Oh, another funny thing too. I was talking to my uh, my manager. He's telling me about he's going to actually a wedding in Lodi. Believe it or not, coming up like next month or something. And we're, we're speaking of weather. We we're talking about it, and it was just like, man, it's going to be outdoors, like three o'clock wedding oof, he said he's gonna, they're all going to be wearing black tuxes, I was like, geez, that's going to be a steamer, or pot potentially could be, I was telling him, man, it could be like 90 plus, 95 plus, depending on if there's a heat wave that comes through, so I was like, damn, it's crazy, and then what he, to, what he told me was, was even crazier, because it ends up, like I knew the person who was getting married, the the chick who like is from Lodi, because her dad used to coach my sister in basketball. So that's kind of a real small world. So shout out to the Gonsalves. Um But yeah, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Small world Small world there but Yeah I'm looking at the ring of fire Australia It's crazy Yeah South America North America It's right up against the Pacific Coast So I, yeah The Plate That I guess California's like on That's part of it Doing my own research Y'all lazy fuckers I gotta tell y'all What the hell's going on In the world Y'all not my game Y'all didn't study In fucking school you don't remember shit I kinda do but I remember like the pointless shit I guess I don't know <laughs> I don't fucking know We are gonna keep it moving We got some little music reviews To kinda get into A little bit First off we gotta talk about this Pusha T versus Drake The latest in the beef The saga It continues It fucking continues So we gonna go recap Infrared first one that dropped Goes off Pusha T's Little seventh song album. Which was really good. Daytona, I would recommend people to go listen to that. That's like the good side of like the Kanye production. The bad side of Kanye production, the ye song, I won't say not as good, not as hot. Very, very lukewarm very meh. And uh we'll get back to yay. Anyway, Pusha dropped it for air, dropped some subliminals about baby. Um and them or no, he kinda went at he kinda went at baby a little bit, but dropped some subliminals about Drake and how he doesn't write his lyrics and all this stuff. Just you know the simple simple well known rap beef people have against him. So then Drake comes out with this song Doopy Freestyle and he had some other shit that was fucking whack, but the Doopy Freestyle shit or Duppy Freestyle, whatever, is um he came back shouting out Pusha's like man y'all need receipts y'all ain't really pushing that blow back in the day y'all were just middlemen et cetera et cetera like, your flows aren't that tight you're not really that hot like what's up what's up what's good so that's kind of his response so Drake was not ready for what Pusha was gonna say next cause Pusha dropped a fucking nuclear warhead on his head that shit was crazy he was like telling him He was getting into real some psyche ego type shit. And he was dropping like some knowledge of information that like not well known to the very public. Including the fact that Drake might have a child that he had with a stripper. Um, And the child's name is Adonis. And yeah it's crazy. Fucking crazy. Getting into personal shit. Talking about the dad being a Debbie Dead and how he's from falling in the footsteps and all that stuff, and how self consciously can't accept himself because he's biracial, so he's like uh, can't you know self acceptance. He's got issues with that, and so it was a bunch of shit to kind of unpack and unravel. But yeah, so apparently Drake had a response for that one to come back at Pusha T once more. And Drake got persuaded not to Because Jay Prince The founder of Rapalock Records out in Houston Got him on the phone and told him not to Apparently he had heard the record and was like Nah, don't do this I think it's gonna mess you up Pusha was ready for this Pusha ain't got nothing to lose either Pusher already bonafide and established. Pusher ain't gonna lose no fans over any of this shit. Drake, on the other hand, is more de- dependent upon that wave, upon that popularity and all that stuff. So I feel like the the backlash would have been even worse for him. But at the same time, you're like, man, fuck it, put this shit out, bro. Get it off your chest. Let people know. If he can push him when at it, he was getting at at forty. Uh, Shabib talking here had MS. It's going Adam, bro. So we'll see what happens. We'll see if we ever get to hear the light of that. You know, Drake put out a statement about the picture of him in blackface. Kind of weak argument, in my opinion, but tis what it is. And we'll see what happens. We'll see how that goes. But the Pusher EP though, that was pretty fire, I'm not going to lie. I did enjoy m- that quite a bit. I've got to look through the track list to kind of give you the ones that uh, I like. i don't don't afraid it was the diss song. That was probably mm, one of my le- lesser favorite songs on there. I don't know what that means. But you know what I mean. Harp Piano is a good song, the one with Rick Ross, I like that one. Centuria that's another one I like If you know you know There's some good ones on here man I really like it It's a very like To the point album And it had just the right amount of Content with the production And with the the lyrics and everything And just flowed perfect Especially with like push this rap style Because sometimes it can be great And if he goes on If you let him go breathe a little bit too much He'll give you like a Amazing It'll be a very good Well written Thought out 52 bars But 52 bars And sometimes you're not You don't got the Attention span to be like Listening to that stuff So It is what it is They did really good on this one though the other ones that were really good that came out recently Black Dot had the Streams of Thought Volume 1 It's a little EP It's kind of the same thing I guess Five songs on here Ninth versus Thought Ooh that's a good one It's because uh, Ninth Wonder did all the production on this thing And Dotskievsky Is a good one Oof, I love those Those are two really good songs I'm trying to think what other ones are um. Nope Playlist Go to my bars playlist Where's it at bro All this shit Motherfuckers got bars on here On deck son um. uh, Making a murder 215 Yeah there's some good songs so Watch. So listen to that if you like some real Lyricism right there Dude just, just drops it to, Drops knowledge on you Just comes at you fucking hard So if you're not familiar who Black Dot is He's the MC for The Roots Old Famous Roots Um And yeah He performs on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon But he's a very talented MC in his own right Highly underrated, maybe more so just because he's a part of a band. And so it's kind of hard to like take him out of the equation a bit. But dude is crazy. Dude's amazing. So that dude deserves his respect and his due. And we'll keep it moving. We got the Marina EP that Currency dropped as well. I think this has eight songs on it. One, two, three... Eight songs I got some good ones on here I like 14 Packs with Smoke Dizza. Oh, I'm gonna first say that Harry Fraud Did the production on this one So La Musica de Harry Fraud Very good Very classic I think that dude is one of the best producers out So consistent and he's just like fresh all the time Anytime you hear his shit it's just like That shit sounds fresh as fuck So He's uh, teamed up with Spitta And Spitta is just One of the more consistent dudes out there he put his fucking thing down on here I'm gonna have to listen to this a fuck couple more times Because I've only run through it a couple But yeah Uh, There's some good ones On the Water with Street Wiz I like that one The Count with Wiz Khalifa Is another good one I think Action Bronson got a virtual on here French Montana Mm, yeah it's a good one So that's another one I recommend to listen to that's, And Spit has been putting out some fucking work Because he always puts out fucking work This year he's got the Spring Collection And Parking Lot Music That came out recently This dude's always He stays in the studio He just keeps doing his thing And he just keeps grinding man Those are three really good projects that I really enjoyed The Spring Collection especially I haven't played Parking Lot Music Quite as much He's got they're all good, they're all good. The marina is just almost some chill like fly ass shit though. That's my shit right there. Yeah, and we got the ASAP Rocky album that came out too. Testing. I need to play that one a little bit more as well. J Rock got an album coming out next next week, so excited for that one. Let y'all know what I think what me thinks. Once I get a listen. Yeah, we'll keep it moving, though. Get back into the muck. We're going to talk about uh this whole fucking controversy with the fucking... Going to go visit the White House, man. What in the hell is going on? Freaking Eagles in the Super Bowl. And the whole team basically decided, Nah, fuck that. We don't want to go talk to the president. This dude's a fucking asshole. <laughs> and so... They're saying there's, the report came out That there was going to be less than 10 people Who were going to show up to the White House So this is the 10 players So you know what Trump does He fucking cancels the invitation He says screw it You want to fire me Well fuck it I quit <laughs> It's one of those Oh, It's crazy It's fucking crazy Petty as fuck Like one of the pettiest moves I've seen I'm sure there was probably a couple of people that were really fucking stoked to see it. And, like, regardless of whatever it is, I mean, you you get to go be in the White House, which is pretty pretty memorable. Obviously, this um, administration is going to be a little bit skewed and a little bit, you know, you can feel some ways about it. It's just very, obviously, you know, considering the climate of what's going on. Yeah, it was uh, it's crazy. Um, but yeah Fucking just Trump just dug up The middle finger for them And Funny thing is too Is just seeing the Fox News How they were trying to spin everything literally, They were literally Showing pictures of Eagles players Like in prayer circles Before the game Kneeling on one knee Like in prayer And talking about how They were disrespecting the national uh, The National Anthem And the military And the government And everybody <laughs> By kneeling and that was one of the first things that everyone first immediately came out against. They said that nobody on the team the whole season kneeled. They had one guy who kneeled in the beginning, in the preseason, but he got cut. And so he wasn't part of the team in the regular season. Malcolm Jenkins did put up a, like a fist, like the Black Power fist, uh, in certain parts of the year. But that was a different. So... Fox News had to like Retract their statement They had to put a thing out On Twitter But I mean A lot of times man Freaking damage is done People don't know How to freaking follow up on If news stories are wrong Or Misleading Or In any way in fact Not factual So it's like Yeah you get that shit It's freaking crazy It's hilarious though So the follow up Next thing Freaking Trump decides You know what Alright Fuck it, I'm gonna do my own party. Y'all motherfuckers don't wanna come? Fuck you then. I'm gonna do my own shit. Mm-mm-mm. And so he, he did some ceremony where they were like playing like the um, national anthem and everything. And this fool didn't know the fucking words of the national anthem. Always fucking half assing it. Either one of them is not a good situation. <laughs> like for your president. Supposed to be the most prideful motherfucker in the world. Like, bruh, come on, come on now, like is that really American? Not even knowing the damn words, don't even know the reason people are protesting and all that shit, or even like the the substance of what they're protesting like on the surface, and then more so what. Some of that represents and et cetera, et cetera. I mean, we've talked about it. Most other people talked about it. Malcolm Jenkins had a good response to the reporters on what he thought about how Trump did it. Said, y'all are still not listening. Which is kind of the idea. I mean, fuck. That shit was crazy. That shit was fucking crazy. So, everyone's upset. <laughs> Everyone gets upset about everything. So, that, that shit was pretty funny, though. Everyone's calling him out. We're trying to call him out. It's like, bro. What the feasy Yeah just mumbling along Mumbling the words All that But yeah We can get into Some more outreach culture though It's pretty crazy Freaking Roseanne Barr Lost her show That Roseanne show That rebooted I was doing numbers apparently I wasn't watching it I watched it a little bit When it was on TV The first time So I get the gist But yeah, she was tweeting some senator or something like that and was claiming that she looked like she was on the Planet of the Apes and it was a bad joke and ended up being the senator was part black so it ended up being a horrible joke because now it's a racial joke and I think could have been intended somewhat race, racial racist um, there at that point. So I think there needs to be a distinction made. Something that can be done is racial, but then uh, I think if there's an no intention behind it, then that I think that's more racist. This was definitely interpreted as racist, and you know can very well be, but I don't think she is necessarily a racist. She might have skewed views on race but i don't know if it's as like that but she's you know she's kind of like a toxic not yeah can be a toxic character very the dis- de- divisive i mean she's talking about respecting the freaking anthem she's the fucking one who freaking grabbed her crotch and spit on the field after butchering that shit at wrigley stadium right there in front of the, all the Cubs fans and everything saying fuck you was it Wrigley? I think it was Wrigley maybe it was US Cellular maybe it was a, uh, the White Sox I don't know why it was Chicago was it Chicago? I think, I'm think i pretty sure it was Chicago but yeah she fucked it up and didn't give a shit way back in the day but yeah apparently from multiple sources she was on Ambien and probably fucked up and she got like some mental problems too. But of course, it's always like after the fact. I'm sure she would have said it before. But whatever. Regardless, it happened. She got her show got cancelled and everybody who worked on the show got fired pretty much. And that's the end of that. Kinda quick trigger there. Nah, anything you get interpreted as being racist Especially because like the head of ABC I think the person who made the decision On whether she should stay or leave Or should be fired Was black A black lady um, You know Very astute Very uh, Professional looking black black woman I can't remember her name And we'll keep it moving But anyway yeah, you got to think anytime that and that stuff happens, you're just like you're going to err on the side of caution there. Um, but I guess one of the things that kind of hurt is it's kind of true is, is like there's there's a backlash, but then there's like a over overreach sometimes. And You can definitely say, "Okay, maybe they made a mistake, they need to be punished." But they need to like be given an opportunity to like learn from it and present themselves as having You know Recognize that they screwed up Not necessarily a second chance But like You can't just like Bury them in terms of like They can't Exist anymore You know This is a This is a free country So you are allowed to uh, To a certain extent You are allowed to Say what you feel And what you want But you have to You also have the freedom to Receive any backlash that you, you know, may deserve, there can be an overreach though, I don't think she should necessarily be banging for doing shit in the future, but everyone's going to be definitely more cautious of giving her gigs and roles, and apparently she was saying that she didn't really want to do it anymore, so, who knows, who the heck knows, But it was uh, kind of funny because there's a lot of people on the right saying, like, hey, what the fuck? Why is Roseanne Barr get freaking treated like that? When Samantha B called Ivanka Trump a feckless cunt on national TV. And yeah, on freaking TV, live TV, not live TV, I guess it's recorded, but they let it in. They didn't even bleep it or nothing. In America, like the word cunt, that's got a lot of bad connotations. You don't just whip out that shit anywhere. You got to be pretty damn careful with that one. <laughs> don't be throwing that one around <laughs> willy-nilly. Say no goddamn bass fish. You catch up in Pikes Peak up there, man. You can't be throwing that shit around. Say no pigskin out in the backyard with the damn pops and cousins. You know what I'm saying? This is... Uh, you know, some serious shit. Keep that shit close to the garden. You know, that's that nuclear warhead when you're just trying to blow up a conversation like BAM. Just call someone a cunt and then so oof. Yeah, man. It's all emotion after that, man. There ain't no more logic. There ain't no more reasoning. There's nothing. So yeah. She dropped one of those and then called the president's daughter that and everyone's up in arms there was a bunch of apologies and oh we made a mistake we should not have said it all this stuff and i mean she's canadian so she doesn't have like you know that much uh i guess you know maybe she feels more entitled or more in a position where she can kind of go out on a limb and you, like, kind of reckless like that, just because I guess, not where she's from, but even though she lives here. I don't know. I don't, maybe I'm thinking too much because of that. But yeah, she uh, definitely did that shit. Um, yeah, she got backlash, but people on the right were super, super pissed off. Like, why the fuck didn't she get dragged through the coals and as much as Roseanne did? But yes, I think there's differences. Yeah, I think the idea was that Roseanne was trying to be funny on Twitter. She was probably drunk on Ambien. I think she didn't even know she sent the tweet. She that's what she said, but who knows how much how valid that is. Um, I wouldn't doubt that she'd be on Ambien because a lot of people on on, around a lot of shit in this world. So, but who knows how much. uh, Legitimacy, all that has. Much credence. So, just uh, more controversies in the world. Everyone's just fucking hating each other. Everything's just freaking uh, blown up and out of proportion. A lot of craziness. I guess I'll give you... uh, Oh yeah, another thing I was reading about. uh, Apparently freaking Donald Trump... Thought freaking Canada burned that White House down in the War of 1812. I was freaking British, bro. This dude don't even know fucking history of his own country, man. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I was, I'm a fucking idiot. I didn't even talk about last weekend. So last weekend, another thing that happened, man. I got to go see the one and only Bernie Sanders go speak. That was fucking amazing. Uh, was downtown and it was a good event it was uh partially put on by some of some of the members of black lives matter they got to go up and speak so it was good to hear what they had to say and the activist sean king also was an mc throughout so it was very cool to see him i've been following him and his story for a little while now maybe a few years uh probably around the time of the election when i started following it's kind of the social media news cycles a little bit again people are going to have different thoughts and feelings about him and his politics and his beliefs but I think he's very earnest and he comes from a place of uh, um, understanding based off of the experiences that he's lived and I think he means well and he's uh, always pushing and looking for I believe uh, justice for the people who are sometimes taken advantage of Things of that nature, it's, uh, yeah. All that, all that jazz. It's, uh, you know, interesting shit, interesting times. Yeah, I'm, uh... I got so many, I'm looking through my freaking internet browser I got so many damn uh, news stories Some salacious shit I need to read and That just like hasn't come up Or I haven't had the time to Or like sometimes that put, shit puts me in a different mood So I can't take it all in But then that shit just piles up Because I do still want to be taking, you know Still trying to keep up on games You know, stay up to date Trying to figure out what the fuck's going on in this crazy ass world Yeah, here's what it is. I'll give you some programming notes, though, Uh, just wrapping this thing up a little bit. We got uh, trying to get a World Cup preview episode coming this weekend with a good homie, Miguel, who's been on the show before, I think last time. Um, We're talking some Champions League and all that. So we'll get some World Cup action. I want to break down a lot of the matchups. He's a big Peruvian homie, so we're going to talk about Paulo Guerrero and everything that's been going on with him, the craziness. And uh, I'll definitely be talking about uh, my uh, um, El Duque de Catalunya, Rafa Marquez, and the rest of his crew there with uh, El Tri. And yeah, waiting for my custom... Mexico jersey to come in. I got one that white one that they have this year. It's their alternate, their second jersey. That shit's fire. It's got some freaking stripes across the front. That shit was nice. I got me, yeah. I'll put it out on Instagram later. It's fucking dope. It'll be a good one. In any event, you can follow and subscribe. On multiple platforms, and we are on Stitcher. We are on Google Play. We're on Apple's iTunes. We are on SoundCloud. That's the hub. That's the home base. That's the we'll, we'll shout out SoundCloud. And yeah, Tune in Radio. We're on it all. Tune in and listen, man. So we'll have more shit coming in, in uh, the next few weeks. Still trying to get some more guests, some more interviews Some of the old homies And Yeah, we'll break it all down Got NBA Draft coming up in a couple of weeks And fortunately these motherfucking finals Look like all but fucking done So there's one uh, Exciting thing that I like in the world of sports Gone, but Onward upwards We'll keep it moving As this has been your host Mike Caballero, this is Episode number 27. Signing off. Yee.